Annyeong, and welcome to Halajuku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, Petey Rave. This is episode 39, Sunny's Taking Her Talents Down to Roommate. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome back to another episode of Halajuku. I'm Petey Rave. Here with me, as always, is my friend, my coke patriot, uh, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing well. I spent the weekend with Vicks fans. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I had Korean barbecue. That's awesome. Good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course. We're I bought, about- somehow, hold on. Wait, somehow in Korean barbecue, I got so overwhelmed, PD. I ordered $30 prime rib. <laughs> Which wasn't a problem for me. But it was just that moment when the bill came and everyone's like, oh, between the two of us, we spent $40. Between the two of us, we spent $50. Between the two of us, we spent $45. And then me and the guy who was sitting next to me who had to share his bill with me, he's like, between the two of us, we spent $80. What happened? <laughs> I went, I pointed at the wrong thing, but it was goddamn good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that is that. Uh, Korean barbecue aside, we're gathered, of course, of our East Asian pop culture. And we start the episode like we always do, talk about what we've been listening to this week. And uh, Kaz, I must ask you, what has caught your attention this week? Uh, what caught my attention this week is actually everything that's in our dock, <laughs> unfortunately, so I had to go around and find other things. Um, so one, I wanted to stick with my, uh, Year of the Rapper, so I found someone who I've never heard of before. Now, I don't, I, and the thing is, I don't know anything about this person or group or I don't, I don't know what they are, but goddamn, the song is a fucking amazing. Um, and it's called 10, uh, T-E-N-T dot E dot N. Uh, and this is the song, Thank You. And I, God damn it, if this song isn't really good. Uh, the rapping is really well. The, the kind of guitar parts in it are, 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 I love the beat and kind of the composition of it. And I thought the video was kind of cute and, and, and fun. Yeah. It's cool, cool and fun. It was really catchy. And I, I like it. I like this style. It's, it's very, uh, very, it has a cool feel to it. it has a cool, happy, yeah. bouncy feel to it. Uh, yeah, he's a good, and, and yeah, just listening to this little bit part of the uh, Goma Wall or Thank You, that's pretty, pretty rad. Uh, mm-hmm. you're the rapper. Gotta keep that going strong. You're the rapper continues i gotta i gotta keep it alive uh moving on uh is a newer release uh from uh team top uh which has been a, a they've been kind of having their ups and downs or whatever they they've had some hits or misses with me personally there have been some songs that they put out that are good and some songs that they put out that i don't think just resonate at all and i think that's kind of also been showing in the kind of charts a little bit so this is another song called Missing, which is more of a ballady-ish song from them. Um, and I, I actually thought it was pretty good. Uh, I thought the, the dance was not all that great and, uh, they're not the bestest. They're not the bestest. They're not the best at live performances either. I think that's something else they still need to work on, but in the video itself, 
uh, it's kind of your standard fare boy pop. I'm sad video, except yeah. a lot more tattoos are involved for some reason. Yeah. Cause he's a bad boy. Bad boys have <laughs> tattoos cause they're naughty. <laughs> and so, I'm so bad and brooding with my fur coat. <laughs> like, uh, come over here. Uh, 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 uh. Let me see. Uh, oh yeah, just, uh, <laughs> just take your thumb, <laughs> put your, you know, lick it. Is this yeah. painted on? What is wrong with you? <laughs> it's like, give him that old mom spit on a napkin. <laughs> like, why? Uh, but other than that, other than that, I actually somewhat enjoy the song. It, it, it's not super bad, but I think Teen Top still has a lot to work on. Um, before they're taken over any one spot in the old boy group, you know, world there. Yeah. Which is, yeah, even, even for, for a side of the idol genre that they have an advantage in, which is being boys, <laughs> uh, they're still a little <laughs> struggling. So, but they, they could go places. I don't know. This song was pretty standard fare, but I definitely see where you see the kind of the potential. They definitely have their fans and their fandom. Uh, yeah, but yeah, and and you know, uh, I like people seeing people succeed. So if if they do well and they keep growing, that would be really really cool. Uh, I don't understand the random mic stand though. And then she's got to beat up on. Yeah, it's part of their live performance. Oh, well. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's part of their live performance with the whole mic stand and everything, and their that core concept of keeping everything together. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, but moving on, something you would never think I would pick, uh, but I mainly only picked it because it's new and I like talking about new stuff, is BTS's Danger. Bantan Sonia. Which, I will say, this is a song that I actually like from them. Um... I'm not relatively a BTS fan. I'm still not going to be a BTS fan. But if they did more of this, I could get along with BTS a little bit more. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I, I listened to it. It was, it was, uh, I, I wouldn't say I was terribly in love with it, but mm-hmm. it, it, it was better. Uh, and I think partially because it was, it steered more towards a, uh, familiar, mature boy group sound and style. Whoop. But. Do I still got P? Yeah, you still got me. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a little more standard, uh, mature kind of, uh, familiar sound with, uh, what they can do, cause they aren't untalented. It's just that, Everything they had been doing was a little awkward and and uh, dumb <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. in general and misguided. And I, I I love that they're very enthusiastic about hip hop, but you know it, it, it's <clears throat> when it, it's it was very try hard. And I think if, if they can break away from the try hard and just go to that. Either either you're gonna have to go. They're at a crossroads. You're either gonna have to find your voice and truly 
uh, go towards your voice and what you are and be honest with that and kind of, and that's what hip hop really is about. I wish I, I haven't seen American Hustle Life, but my dream is that the, in the end, the, the true lesson that they learn is actually, uh, hip hop is really about finding your voice, uh, uh, among the voiceless, you know, it, it's finding what uh, actually speaks to you, uh, rather than being some kind of style or some kind of lifestyle or trying to live some kind of like, uh, attitude. Or if they could just, or if they mm-hmm. can't do that, just, just be, be a solid boy band. <laughs> be a solid boy yeah. band that puts out quality music. Cause that's all you gotta do really to succeed. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, the boy band's got an advantage, like I said before. Uh, that the girl bands do, that they just gotta, you know, be solid, dance well, sing well, show their talents, and, uh, be pretty, you know? <laughs> uh, and they'll have their fandom. So, if, if, if they keep doing more of this, I guess, and if that, that child could change his name from Rat Monster to anything else. <laughs> Not happening. Ratmon. God damn it. Yeah. It's like a, Fucked up ass Pokemon. Ratmon. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah, moving on. They're, yeah, moving on. Uh, to my <laughs> side. Um, uh, speaking of hip hop, like, and, and yeah. rappers, uh, I was actually gonna originally share, a uh, a song, cause I, uh, I had been interested in checking out a couple things just randomly from an, a s- member of a girl group named Exit. Uh, specifically, uh, I think one of the more forefront members, L.E., uh, who some people, I think many of you uh, that are watching this may from, be familiar with as, uh, the featuring artist on Hiana's Blacklist song on her most recent okay. album. Uh, she helped write a couple of the songs on there and she featured on that song, which is actually pretty, pretty cool song. Kind of Hiana going, you know, doing a, like a hardcore diss rap song, which is adorable and awesome. Uh, she does a good job. And actually checked out, uh, originally, I was originally going to do a song with her, uh, Field Dog and, uh, Jung Hyun, uh, Beast, uh, which was a good song. I'd found that, but then I noticed something in the, uh, suggested, uh, that beautiful suggested videos link that was much better. Uh, this is untouchable, <laughs> <laughs> uh, untouchable. Uh, a big part of which is the Jiggy Fellas, uh, with Jiggy Get Down, and this is just past the mic hip hop, like cypher style, and it's pretty rad, and it's done really well. The beat's good. Uh, all these guys rap pretty well and have a cool style to them, including, uh, Ellie. I've noticed that, that she's actually a pretty competent rapper, as I've seen from uh, her appearance on, uh, Hannah's Blacklist and, uh, this and the other song that I was gonna put, do. She's actually a pretty competent rapper. It makes me, actually makes me, uh, want to check out more of, uh, Exit stuff going forward, uh, if she's gonna be a big feature on that. Uh, did, did you get to check out this, uh, this track? Yeah, and I, and, and, you know what? I, like, we, we've talked about these kinds of things before with like other kind of ciphers that we've seen and how fun they can be. And, and, you know, kind of these being the roots of Korean hip hop is, is, and hip hop in general is the cipher style of everybody on one beat and just going and, and then passing that mic and, and 
you know, all getting your voice in and trying to be better than the next person and doing all these things. And this is kind of what those things remind you of and bring you back to and, and, and make you, you think about. And it's also really a cool way to feature somebody that, you know, may people may not be hearing about that. It gives you reason to go check out more people, you know, um, when, when you do things like this and it, it's so much fun to, to hear stuff like this. Like some people may not like this kind of stuff, but, in that hip hop sense, I really love this kind of stuff. This is really fun and, and that's what it's meant to be. And I know it's, it, there's a lot of kind of boasting that you see, yeah. but it, it's, it's, it's a very like kind of competition style thing where you're not directly competing, but you're trying to be better than the person who's going to come before you or after you. Yeah. You know, uh, so you, Ellie, you, you kind of tend Ellie to right there flipping off the camera and rapping all yeah. hard. And before, you know, two years before she would join a, a, a idol girl group. <laughs> but as yeah. you were saying, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it, it, it's just fantastic. Really kind of cool to get, get a really cool feel to, to kind of these styles. And, uh, and it's really fun to kind of see this stuff. Uh, but moving yeah. on. To some other stuff that caught my attention. Uh, uh, one of the videos that, uh, I know it caught your attention and we can discuss it back and forth. Uh, 2 p.m.'s comeback, uh, with, uh, Michingo Ania, uh, Go Crazy. Uh, (laughs) we saw uh, there were teasers that looked really cool and interesting of them just kind of partying. And this, when this video dropped and I started listening to the beat, I started seeing the guys start their dance. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then as the video goes on, the, the hype just got kind of more real. And yeah. this is kind of my jam right now. Uh, yeah. Now the version that you're showing right now of, of the video, we're talking about the video, right? Kind of yeah. the, the, the concepts that you're displaying that you are going to use to promote because that's what is really big in Korea. Like what you kind of show in your video is how you tend to promote, right? So it, it seems like this, this new style of 2 p.m. that everybody was talking about, what that new style of 2 p.m. is going to be is going to be a lot more energetic and fun and, and, and adventurous. Um, because this is even out there for 2 p.m. in a sense, you know, this isn't necessarily 2 p.m. style. They kind of created the core style of dance in a box. Um, big kind of art piece videos and things like that. And it seems like they're going kind of more simple, more fun stuff. Now, that being said, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> what, what you are looking at that we are showing. No, <laughs> like not happy with this. Um, I, I just, I don't like anything that's going on in the video. I understand the concept of it. I understand what's going on. It's supposed to be kind of crazy fun stuff like that. And there, there are two videos, I think three actually, cause there's always a dance video, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but I think the dance from what you see in the video is kind of just, silly i know it's kind of go crazy and what were the kind of craziest dances you can think of and it's like the bernie and this and whatever but 2 p.m is known for being a really good dance group they're known for being able to do their shit and they just look ridiculous (laughs) doing this you know Um, and and i had someone mention to me that if somebody like uh uh Oh fuck! Who's that one group? Uh, PD that has kind of the dude that's 
wants to be so top like, and they do a lot uh, of Block B clown concept. Block B. If Block B had did this, it would have been amazing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's just that that small difference in in personality. This isn't the personality I'm used to from 2 p.m. But like, if somebody like a group like, and, and this is what the person said: if Block B had did this, we would have had fun with it. You know? Yeah. Because it's right up Block B's alley. Yeah. But for TPM, you're it makes it gives you pause a little bit. Uh, though to be fair, uh, speaking of Block B, Block B won a shit ton of music shows with their last single and <laughs> yeah so for them to say well let's try this is understandable actually kind of I, I i really like this i don't mind this from tpm yeah it's definitely you you, you put this and you put play ad toy you know all day mm-hmm. uh think about you uh and you see com- two completely different groups uh but I, I, I had fun the entire video and I didn't mind the, the, the dance and I didn't mind them kind of looking ridiculous. Uh, even, uh, God damn it, computer, I did not double click. Uh, even, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, party version of the video, the other version, uh, that they released shortly after, uh, actually several days after, uh, you know, to actually give their original version time to accumulate the views that it was going to get. Uh, you know, rather than releasing all the versions at once, uh, mm-hmm. to and the, causing them to slit the views, CCM with Tiara. We'll talk about Tiara in a second, but <laughs> hey, give that, let that view, let that make views. We'll get, we'll talk about this in that second. But yeah, uh, release it a few days later and with their like hangover parody, hangover slash project X, uh, inspired video, basically. Uh, even that was kind of really fun and, 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 and made for a really cool, uh, experience with the video. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I dug it. I, I understand, like, the trepidation, especially for if you're kind of a, uh, a longer term 2 p.m. fan. Uh, but it, it didn't bother me as much, uh, as it did you. But I definitely understand where you're coming from when, when well, you well, know, 2 p.m. The- as the, the party version thing. of it, the party version video, I think is a better understanding of the concept that they're going for. Whereas the other one, I just, I just don't like a lot of the things about it, you know? Um, this party version, I love. Um, I, 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 I think it also fits like even, even with like, um, some of their other videos, it kind of fits 2 p.m. more, you know? Uh, okay. rather than what the other thing was. Uh, yeah, understandable. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it is a really fantastic video, uh, <laughs> going with the goat. And I, I do, I do enjoy the moment at the beginning where he's waking up, he looks over, trying, while he's taking a leak, uh, and you hear the, you hear the reply 1997 goat sound when you see the goat. Uh, uh-huh. I love that that's becoming the universal variety show, TV show sound for awkward moment. Meh. <laughs> 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 uh, that's fun. Yeah, it's, it's a fun song, fun video. Uh, I'm going to pick up, check out the album. Uh, we might have to discuss more of the, the songs on the album. We may, may, they may just come up naturally. Who knows? Uh, but moving on. Like I said, to another track, uh, Tiara. I don't want to turn this song off. <laughs> Alright, uh, Tiara, yes. Just to talk really quickly about Tiara, uh, Tiara released her song for Sugar Free, 
And here's another song. That's we should also big. give warning that this is very much a club track, and it's very much meant to give you a seizure. <laughs> well, I mean, because we, we said they Tiara with that motherfucking, you know that that fucking electronic beat, you yeah. know, like. Yeah, yeah, they, that they, is they such the in. electronic beat in songs, you know. Yeah, and it, it's uh, supposed to be a, a style called big room, uh, which is kind of a version of house. It's like, I think a little more, more compressed, but uh, I, I, overall, I think that, uh, just to touch on it, it's a very fun song. It's very cool, like in, in like intense little song that's really fun and danceable too. Uh, the video is complete nonsense, but. I mean, really, anybody who knows Tiara knows to expect a, a seizure-inducing video from CCM. Uh, <laughs> and I think, uh, overall, it's a fantastic song. Uh, I will say one more thing. Uh, somebody had, uh, I hadn't noticed it before about Tiara, but I guess I wasn't looking. But Boram, uh, really uh-huh. is getting a little over, out of hand with her plastic surgery. Uh, she's, she's not uh-huh. quite, I, I think she's almost right at bomb level. It's, I know that's a moving yardstick, oh, but, uh, all I yeah. know, I will say one thing. All I know is that there's some moments when I look at her and she looks like she's had to have parts of her jaw removed for medical reasons. Uh, you know how when somebody maybe has cancer of the jaw and has to have somebody, something you know, yeah. removed? She kind of looks close to that. Uh, girl, uh, honey, honey, enough. It's okay. It's okay. So, can I talk about... Now, I've watched this video a few times now, because I, I watched it over the weekend. Um, and can I talk about the thing that I, I brought up that yes. really bothers me? Is they tr- they're they trying to do the, the I'm too sexy to dance dance? Yes. Right? <laughs> Which... They're too sexy to care. The only people who, like, and, and, and hanging out with other K-pop fans... We came to the conclusion that, that the only people who really do that and do that well are your girls, Gigi. <laughs> like, and on anybody else, it kind of looks awkward yeah. to do the, like, I'm too sexy to dance, like, you know, <laughs> kind of dance style. Yeah. Where it's like, even, even girls generation has evolved that to do the, I'm going to dance, but then I'm going to just pose and let you look at me. Yes. And then I'm going to go back to dancing. <laughs> like, and then I'm going to pose again. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> and that's kind of the dance they're doing here. And it just is not really Tiara style, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's very, like, I'm too cool. It, it, apparently, in order to be sexy, you have to be mildly disinterested. Uh, I do enjoy the Asian thug pose that Hillman throws down. Uh, really, I enjoy anything Hillman does. Uh, she's, she's my homegirl. Uh, and, and I love anything Hillman does, but especially that agent thug pose she throws out in the middle of the song. But yeah, it's, it's a fantastic song. It's, it's fun. It's kind of, uh, you know, it, it is a song that is worthy of being very kind of thumped out at the club. Like it, it is a fun club track. Mm-hmm. It does <clears throat> the, the caveat of that, because it's a very much a club track. It, the, the chorus is very repetitive. It's not, it doesn't have a dynamic to it. It's very kind of repetitive. It, 
it's probably an extra uh, bar too long. Like, it should probably be only one bar, but it's two. Because it's a club track, and it kind of, it, it being repetitive is okay for a club track. Uh, and yeah. I think they're okay with that. This is going to get remixed and, and bumped at, like, clubs all around Hong Day. Uh, and that's fine. And that's kind of the purpose. And I think that's where they're, where they're living you now, uh, musically. Uh, and that's cool. I, I actually really like it. And they're actually, literally, they're actually, they are, now that I brought up the remixing, they're actually working with the various, uh, electronic DJs to remix the song to kind of c- come up with a bunch of remixes, uh, similar to what Sistar did, uh, for their uh, recent release, uh, off to a company, I swear. Uh, which gave us this, fa- that fantastic Glenn Check remix. Glenn Check of all people working on a Sistar remix. What? That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the, so those are gonna happen and those are gonna pl- be played in the club. So, Tiara, good job. <laughs> uh, but that's it for kind of the music we've been listening to. We're gonna transition over to our headlines right over there. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back at headlines. Talk about some topical topics as we always do, uh, here on the show. Uh, we're going into some of the issues at hand that these happened, uh, the past couple of weeks. Uh, first up, we're going to have a follow up to a discussion we had, uh, exactly a couple of weeks ago, our last episode. Uh, Spica S, uh, finally released mm-hmm. their, their, uh, part of kind of the, uh, two projects that are come out of, coming out of the Spica universe the spikaverse if you will uh spika s came out with give your love uh and it's very much so what we've kind of gotten a little bit by a little were kind of some teaser pictures we heard initially it was spika s s standing for special we saw the pictures and we could tell that s also stands for sexy then we found out that they went with uh they're going to work with brave brothers and also figured out that S also stands for safe. Because <laughs> uh, when, when you know, Brave Brothers is the ultimate safe choice. Like, not taking any risks whatsoever with this shit. Uh, and they came out with a very much a kind of a quintessential 2014 sexy K-pop track. Uh, and Spica S were uh, tasked with elevating, uh, Oak, elevating this track, uh, as only they can. Uh, I gotta ask you, uh, I'll go with you, Kaz. You, it caught your attention. You were gonna originally include this in the music that caught your attention this week. What were your thoughts on, on this, uh, song? So, like I, like I originally said, I have, I have no problem with what they're doing. I just have a problem with the way in which it's being promoted as, as, Almost like a slap in the face. And, and this to me is one of those things that, that goes to show, like, I think this is good and I think this is going to stand and I think this is really, really great. And I think whatever the, the, the overall ideal was or whatever just goes to stand that like, like they did their thing and they did it really everything in this i i don't have a problem with you know i i think the song is good i think the video is is 
goddamn what they were going for. Yeah. I think they hit it really, really well. Um, I love the concepts in the video. The, the kind of going from, in a sense, it kind of goes from being cute to sexy. And I, I like that, you know, it, in a way, like the, the way they went about it. And it, it, it kind of grows on you as the video goes along instead of just right out being super, trying to be super, super sexy. Um, and I could be fucking wrong. I could just, I could be yeah. well, growing like a bias towards Spica. Yeah. It, it's a, it's, it's sexy, but it has this kind of like these odd, uh, humorous kind of undertones to it. Like these odd little moments that are pretty funny. And I think deliberately made to kind of be, out of place funny spots in amid the sexiness because that's kind of how the Spica signature. Uh, I think it's, it's a good track and I think, uh, it's a good track. I think made better by Spica themselves. Like I think it's a, it's basically, I think some of the comments I pointed out, it's essentially a, a kind of a, an AOA song that they had sitting around that didn't bother giving AOA in the grand scheme of things. But, uh, it's done, uh, well and Spica kind of slay vocally as they always do. Uh, and they are sexy. Like there's no denying that. And, uh, I think I definitely agree with uh, your points on the music video, on the music itself. Uh, and I, I like it, 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 it's, it fits in right in there. I think this is their most, they're, they're at their, they are at their most primed to succeed. Uh, I think that's why the, the headline for this article, if, if Spicas doesn't make it with Give Her Love, then they are doomed, you know, <laughs> because this is the, this is the mm-hmm. most primed single for them to succeed with. Uh, like I said, it's very safe. It's Brave Brothers. You know what you're going to get with Brave Brothers. Uh, and uh, I think it, it's their best potential. Now, I will say this in the grand scheme of what yeah. they're doing. Uh, of uh, This is what I think they're doing. I think this is how I think it's playing out. So I'm okay with this and that other thing In if this is basically the plan. Uh, I think the plan was they wanted to give Kimboa her project, kind of her hot felt, if you will, you know, Yenny from Wonder Girls, her kind of solo project that she can work on herself, uh, cause she wrote the, uh, she co-wrote the last two Korean Spica singles, Tonight and, uh, uh, You Don't Love Me. Uh, she's somebody that's, you know, has her hands in songwriting, has her hands in song, like producing and, uh, you know, behind the scenes. So they wanted to give her her own project and let her kind of work on that. In the meantime, mm-hmm. they have these other four girls that, you know, it's not like the brand is strong that they could just be abandoned for a period of time. They can't be promoting. And again, with the mentality that your groups have to be promoting 24 seven, seven days a week, 365 days a year, you know, uh, that is the existence of, you know, K-pop, especially girl groups that don't have the leg up that I talked about in our, on our music segment. Uh, when it comes to strong fandoms, it, under that mentality, having those, these four girls, give them a, a really safe track, uh, to go ahead and go out and promote on music shows and build the brand with, I think is a good idea. I think in this, if, if that's the plan, this is in the meantime that have them continue to build the brand, continue to have the brand be out there, uh, you know, not, and 
make it this a special thing because it's it, it's it's missing something, so it's its own thing. You know, it, it, Kimbo is still part of Spica, so this is its own thing. Uh, I think I'm okay with this. If, if that's going to be the plan, uh, as far as like in the meantime, while Kimbo is doing her project, we're going to promote with this. I don't know. What, what, do you do you agree or do you think I'm crazy? <laughs> No, I, I agree, and I'm fine with that. I just, I don't know, I feel like the whirlwind of it and, and kind of my initial thoughts on it were really venomous, and I just think it, it's because there's no need to try to make them stand out any more than they already do. You already have the fan base, you already have the people there. Just fucking tell the truth that you feel like, like, Kimboa could do more for herself in, 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 uh, in promotion than... I would argue they don't quite have the solid fan base. They have some what of a fan base, but they don't quite have that solid footing. And I think that even with the last couple of songs, they're still looking for that, that solid footing. I mean, they have fans and most of them, most yeah. of them, I think a lot of them internationally, but they're still, they're still talked about as that kind of underrated group that doesn't quite have the attention, you know, uh, that still struggles to kind of get mm-hmm. an invite. So I think it's okay for them to try to keep promoting and try to keep building the brand because this, they're still, they're still in the, uh, like I said, it's still in the trying to gain solid footing stage of their uh their career as a group, uh, which is tough. So I think hopefully mm-hmm. all the best. And I really am looking forward to the Campella project because uh she is she is a, a queen and, and I, I, I adore her. Uh she's gonna write some bomb ass tracks and she, you know, she's gonna sing her she's gonna slay vocally. <laughs> Uh, and she's gonna mm-hmm. do well. So, we're gonna look forward to that. Uh, but that's, you know, yeah. Spica. But overall, fantastic track from Spica. Uh, especially, fantastic track, especially because it's Spica in their vocals. Uh, but moving on to, uh, a, a kind of a, a, odd news, weird, crazy news. Uh, we're jumping over finally to Japan, uh, to talk about uh, so there's this group called, uh, let me get this name right. Uh, there's a group called, uh, Mecca High School. It's, uh, uh, Ayoyama Street Hacha Mecca High School, St. Crazy Wild mm-hmm. High School, or Mecca High. Mecca Lekka High, Mecca Hainiho, uh, for short. Uh, <laughs> in Japan. Kind of a, probably not a very well-known group, but a group out there, uh, doing their thing. Uh, they recently had two of the members get kind of, uh, shooed out of the group. And now they say that, uh, they're soon, they're, they're asking for, they're demanding compensation, not just from the performers, but from, uh, the, from, uh, some fans for a breach of contract because apparently these two girls have been dating fans. Uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, and they consider it a serious, uh, con- breach of contract. But what's really interesting is not the part that they're, you know, they're, uh, demanding compensation from their members, is the fact that they're demanding compensation from these fans, whom obviously never signed a contract of any kind, uh, and they're making this big of a stink about it, uh, 
and mind you, they haven't bothered to go to court yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Do you have any impression of kind of what's going on here? This is just just really silly cannon fodder, and this just goes to kind of say the things that I used to rant about when we first started this show of making people products and not people. Um, yeah. Where it's just like they're they're treating it like somebody stole a Ferrari and brought it back, <laughs> like yeah. you know, like there are unpaid damages now for you driving a really high class car, you know, without the proper just things and. Like, I just hope that the people are just like, fuck off. Like, and I hope <laughs> that if they do go to court, courts tell them the same thing, like, fuck off. But you know what? Yeah. That's not going to happen because what's going to happen is they're products and they're not people and they're going to get treated as such. And it's kind of the sad part about this thing that we love, um, of loving Korean entertainment, loving Japanese entertainment and shit like that is the people who entertain us aren't always treated in the best way. Aren't always, aren't always seen given the best light like entertainers here are. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of always something we have to keep in mind when we're feeding the beast that, that is, uh, yeah. it's, that like, it's like being, it's like wearing clumps of diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. It's like wearing, it's it, it like really wearing diamonds in their general without knowing if they're conflict diamonds or not. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, and then, and I do enjoy kind of monitoring the conversation around this, uh, especially because everybody's pretty much pointed out that they're probably not going to court because if they actually went to court, the judge would probably laugh in their faces. Like, you really, you put in the contract that they can't do this fundamental right of human life, which is to interpersonal relationships. Uh, no. <laughs> like, uh, there's a reason why, uh, if they want to, people have been successfully suing themselves out of SM. I mean, completely different country, but, uh, because those kind of things usually kind of aren't actually, uh, plausible or don't hold up in, on actual legal terms. Uh, but it is kind of hilarious and monitoring the conversation, especially, and, but it is definitely interesting monitoring the different conversations as they carry over to kind of the bigger groups and what, and historically speaking, like the issues with, uh, you know, as we talked about, uh, you know, the, the famous moment, uh, where, uh, I forget her name, uh, the one that shaved her head, uh, oh, um, uh, god damn it, uh, uh, me, 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 Maki? me, 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 no, um, yeah, god damn it, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, I know her name, yeah, and, uh, they've also taken to, to, uh, pointing out the instances where dating was okay, as long as it was with the, you know, the people in the company, you know, the managers and the people in management, where it's like, I mean, it's right. okay if it's us old creepy dudes that run your, your industry and, uh, have a, have a say in your career and could end your career in a second. Yeah. It's okay to date mm-hmm. us. Why don't you date us? I, I know I'm making them out to be creepy, but those are the instances that kind of are. No, it is. <laughs> it is. It does come across creepy and it does come across like, like we said, it comes across as this thing that, that people think that they can just, used to their whim and and you know just 
I don't know. It just, it makes me mad and I, I just don't want to get ranty, yeah. you know, because yeah. I've been, I've been ranty about this top subject before on our show. And it's just one of those things where it's just like, right. like I love the product. I love what comes out of it. I just wish it was made differently. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like I, I, and it's the same, it's the same way about a lot of things in this world. Like, Hey, I, I love pork chops, but sometimes the food is treated really shittily before it gets to me. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah. as not okay with that as I am, like, you know, you know, I can't, I, I, I don't have the ideal of just, oh, be a vegetarian. Like, you know, I, I still do enjoy the product of what it is. I enjoy meat <laughs> and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wish there were better ways of processing it and treating yeah, it and the, doing those kinds of things. Yeah. There has um, been a lot of discussion in general. I think for, for a lot of obvious reason about the treatment of idols and, uh, schedules and, uh, crazy schedules and, uh, things like that and overworking idols and managers and that could have adverse effects. Uh, let me try not to break another plate on another episode of a podcast. <laughs> Make a repeat performance before it happens on the other podcast. Uh, not that I pre-record any podcasts I do, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and I think there was, there's been uh, quite a few discussions for, uh, about that. And I think there, it, it goes, uh, especially Korea, it goes a little too deep into the central culture beyond just media of the work till you drop dead, you know, yeah. <laughs> work till you're exhausted and then work some more. Mentality is something that's deeply seated into, I think, both Korean and Japanese culture. And it's not something that is going to be changed in this one instance until it's at least helped a little throughout. Uh, I know there's some different... Obviously, not every company treats everybody like a crap. I know Chrome Entertainment is doing a, a treats... You know, our girls are crayon pop a, a lot better nowadays and actually listens to them and doesn't overwork them. And they've been cutting back on crazy uh, random concert schedules and just kind of doing their core performances. And, uh, we know, uh, YG does, just does, doesn't, uh, you know, YG sends their artists out whenever he kind of re- remembers that they exist. So <laughs> we know they're not overworked. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> So uh, I think it, it, it's not uh, it's something that uh we there needs to be a, a grander discussion about a lot of these things. <laughs> uh and I I wanted to introduce this discussion with a less sad way so I included this article. Uh but moving on uh to something uh, a little bit more interesting. So Roommate uh is a show that yep. kind of we've been checking in and checking out of a little bit uh here and there. It's a show that is, uh, I've enjoyed, but that, that is necess- hasn't necessarily enamored me, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely enjoyed a lot of moments of the shows. I definitely enjoy the people on the show, uh, uh quite a few of them. And I definitely enjoy the moment, the uh, kind of the idea of the show. Uh, but it definitely has been something where it, it kind of it hasn't been doing the best and it definitely hasn't been doing the best of the ratings. Uh, no. By all indications. Uh, so with, uh, recent announcements that, uh, not only Park Bomb, uh, we said, uh, was leaving, but 
Isora, the model, uh, you know, kind of the, the ultimate Nuna, uh, slash Ani on the show. Isora was leaving, and then we found out where the Songayon, uh, our, uh, resident MMA fighter, uh, was leaving, and then we heard, <laughs> uh, Shin, uh, Shinoma, uh, the rocker dude was leaving. Uh, with these kind of, uh, people leaving, they've decided to kind of announce, well, let's go with season two now. And of course, yeah. for those that know, don't know, uh, seasons in, uh, the Korean variety show and Korean show industry, it's not from one year to the next. It's, all right, let's completely retool and come up with a new, uh, a new iteration of the show. You completely redo the show and seasons last multiple years. So they're doing season two, except for roommate, because it only lasted one year. <laughs> uh, similarly to shows like Family Outing, actually Family Outing yeah, lasted a couple of years, but Invincible Youth lasted about a year or so. A couple other shows have had this issue, have had this happen. Uh, hopefully this works out better for a season two of this show, but, uh, they announced that they were going to do a, a new sh- season with slightly new name and I guess a new concept. Uh, that's going to be called It's Okay Roommate. Uh, and the, they said the average age is going to likely increase, uh, and, and it's going to be, uh, celebrities that rarely appear on variety shows. Uh, in the meantime, there have been announcements on who is going to be on the new show. Uh, and so, uh, in kind of spurts and, and kind of, uh, a few here and there, Ultimately, all the new additions are as follows. Uh, Park Jun Hyung of GOD, uh, Otani Ryohei, uh, act, you know, Japanese actor who's, uh, been very much a, uh, present in Korean, uh, film and television. Bejo Nok, uh, you know, a classic, uh, actress, uh, extraordinaire. Uh, Iguk Ju, upper, uh, stand, you know, kind of a rising comedian. Uh, Kara's young G, uh, she's starting to kind of, she, it's, it's her turn. She's a new girl. So she starts to, she needs to go out there and, and work the circuit, you know, <laughs> uh, she needs to get her out there. So they get her, got her out there working. Uh, your boy Jackson from God seven, who I, I'm really anticipating mm-hmm. cause he's, he's hilarious and awesome. And, uh, most importantly, uh, the big one, uh, not, not big as physically cause that's Iguchu, but <laughs> big as in stature. Uh, from, uh, GG, our girl Sinyoshide, uh, Sunny. Uh, I know you're excited about that. I'm excited about this. Uh, I, I have some thoughts, but I'll, I'll give them after. What are your thoughts of kind of these additions and what it could do for the show going into a new season? Um, I, you see, Here's my thing. I think this is it. It, it almost ideally the real world TV yeah. show from MTV, right? Where initially it was, you know, the seven people, blah blah blah. You give them a house, you let them live there or whatever. But people were free to come and go as they pleased, and it was more about what happened within the house uh, than found. Um, and I think that. They, they kind of concepted it as that initially, like, okay, you know, 
but then as things went on and, and other stuff, you're like, okay, well, we can't really market it as a variety show, which is what they were trying to market it as before, which I think now they're more in the client of like, we can just market it as a straight up reality show. Um, and I think we're just going to see this also not do as well because I just think it's one of those things. One, the, the first season was kind of also filled with just like a lot of weird drama. Um, inside and outside of, of just kind of just the oddity of what it was. Um, I think that will relax a little bit now. Um, and it won't be as odd, but I also think what we will see kind of continue to happen and, and move forward is it, it's gonna start to change more and more. It's gonna start to have different things that that become organic to it and even in a sense we might see like how in the real world they start to have those road rules things and then yeah. turn that into a show of like yeah. oh challenges and then oh do this and i'm i'm, I'm so sure that those things are going to happen you're going to have yeah. these things that the producers are like oh do this do that you know and kind of try to force interactions um in yeah. this uh yeah, yeah. And I the think... thing with, like, the thing with doing it in the reality sense with famous people is these people also have images that they have to think about, you know? Yeah. So you're not going to get as weird and out there as you kind of get with the real world, you know, in a sense. Um, and I think that was also the thing of like, there, if, if you remember correctly, the first thing is they send them this letter and there's kind of some stimulations and things that they talk about if things happen like oh if you guys get together during the show we'll give you money you know we'll like a trip in trying a to romantic get, trip. right you know like i think some of those things will disappear and you'll see more varietyification of it yeah. but it it just all goes to show like maybe this isn't a concept that korean tv is ready for yeah. Um, cause even uh, for me, I'm, I've watched so few episodes. Like I've maybe watched six or seven episodes in total. Yeah. Um, just because it's just not something you really kind of sit down and watch in that sense. Like when, when I was younger, like, yeah, I loved watching real world, but as I got older and even when the show was still the same, because even that show changed over time, I still was like, eh, I can only take watching so much of this, you know? Uh, I will say, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with a lot of your points. Uh, I will say, I will, uh, I'm just gonna be honest, I will end up watching it just because of Sunny. <laughs> that, that's, uh, if you've watched any of the episodes of the show, you know that that's just what's gonna happen. That's just a fact. Um, but I will also be excited for a couple of the other people, which is, uh, which are Jackson, like I mentioned. Because I think he's actually pretty funny, and actually, if he gets a breakthrough role in this, uh, could break out into more variety of spots. Because I think he has the gift for it. Uh, he he kind of has a good, fun kind of personality that would work in varieties. And like I said, this is going to be more varietyified uh, than a- anything. Uh, which is why 
and 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 okay, yeah, and and uh, it'd be cool to see Jackson and Eagle Chu, who uh, just from her appearance on a recent episode of Burning Man, has really impressed me as, as somebody who's hilarious. Like she is, uh, she is a talented comedian. She's really rising up, and I think she's gonna really work out on the show. Uh, but yeah, definitely most of all, Sunny. <laughs> uh, and uh, Sunny. I think was the interesting get, cause for, 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 let's be honest, they backed a truckload of money in order to, you know, <laughs> get, uh, build this show when it came to Sunny. Cause, you know, they, she is the get. Like, uh, I, I look at Sunny's acquisition by roommate as, uh, when the heat got LeBron. <laughs> like, uh, when it comes, Sunny is the variety show queen especially in in girls generation like that is her role the variety show uh thing like tetsuo and jessica are the singers hyeon and yuri to some extent are the dancers Young is kind of the the host model uh overall and actress you know yuna is more the actress than anything else and she does a few of the other things okay uh but sunny is the the variety show uh, and also MC, but variety show, uh, specialists. So they mm. got their LeBron. And then, uh, if you really want to extrapolate, Iguchu, uh, the comedian is their Chris Bosch. <laughs> uh, so I think this is, this is kind of, uh, their Hail Mary. They've got the, they, they put it in its best position to succeed. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, it might not. <laughs> It probably won't, uh, won't, uh, yeah. unless it gets really good, which it probably mm-hmm. won't. Uh, it's gonna give me a lot more fun moments with Sunny, and then it'll end, and then I'll still have those fun moments with Sunny to remember, uh, and that's all <laughs> that matters. <laughs> uh, yeah. and hopefully launch the careers, uh, further the careers of Eagle Ju, uh, give us some new sides of Park Jun Hyung. Uh, and, uh, build the career, uh, kind of further build the career for Jackson, who I think, uh, does have a lot of potential. So, uh, hopefully good things. Like, I, I, I really do think they're going to be good things. Not necessarily a successful show, but I think there's going to be good things that come out of this overall in general. Uh, I don't know. Do, do you think it might, what do you think, uh, of my, thing? um, I think, I think, Filling it with people who are more inclined to variety show. Well, hmm. I I agree with what you're saying in the sense of like getting people one who are relatively unknown, and then two the well knowns who are have a better understanding of these things, right? Yeah. Um. I think it helped. It definitely helped Hyomin on Invincible Youth to have Sunny there. Like it d- helped her because Hyomin, if she didn't have somebody like Sunny who was uh, not only a veteran at that point but was also inclined to kind of help her out, because uh, that's kind of Sunny is, is really good at kind of being the one that kind of you know help some of the other less uh, less uh, acclimated people uh, and less, more shy people. Uh, kind of acclimate to, uh, reality varieties or variety shows. Uh, I, I could see it. I could see her doing that for somebody like Nana, who, yeah, uh, who's doing well, 
but I think having somebody like Sunnier around could only help her. I think she, she, for, for all the, I, I still don't understand why she gets in trouble for all the effort that she puts into the show, but she does. And I think having somebody like Sunny could help her. So it helped, it worked out for, for, uh, Hillman and, uh, and having the veterans there with, you know, having that veteran presence in the locker room can only help. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, having those you know what, in making that sports analogy, what I thought of was, I think they thought Park Boom was the get, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> like, it's that person actually you you heard about man like you heard what they could do you you seen some of their and one tapes being the the, two eighty one TV show are you like saying Puck Bomb is Michael Beasley on the court? Yeah, (laughs) Beasley, Puck Beasley, that's gonna be my Um, name. Which, in thinking about that. Think how much better it would have been if they got Dara. Yeah. Cause she's hilarious. Like, old Dara bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Called back to her, to her early episodes. <laughs> uh, fucking Dara. I love Dara. Uh, yeah, I think it, it, she would have been a fantastic get. Uh, no YG presence, which is kind of sad, but we do have some JYP presence, so, with Jackson, so. This is, uh, this is gonna be interesting. I think hopeful. I'm hoping for good things. Uh, we are gonna get some good things from the show. Uh, and if it succeeds, that'd be cool. Cause, uh, you know, having a show succeed, uh, especially a show that, uh, is going to be the lead in to Running Man. I think a, a big, people have said a big part of kind of how that part, a big part of why Running Man has been struggling lately, uh, is the fact that it hasn't had a strong lead in. Ever since it, it, whenever it's not K-pop star, you know, <laughs> whenever it's not K-pop star, they haven't really had a strong lead in. Uh, aside from a, a kind of a string of, of weak episodes, uh, having a stronger lead in, uh, is going to help them as well. So, uh, we only, we hope for good things, uh, for rumors. Uh, but that's it. That, that's, uh, that's, uh, it for our headlines. We're actually going to get into our Holly Do Good Talks. We're actually finally going to talk about Air City. At least I'm yeah. going to talk about Air City. Uh, I watch almost all of it, so uh, I'm going to give my thoughts. So we're going to head over there. from our break. I uh, hope you loved that ad for insert product name here. Uh, and we're gracious to them and their support of Hallyujuku. But we are here for Hallyujuku Talks uh, where we're going to talk about a show that it kind of took us a little time to finish, I yeah. will admit. Um, just because it was, it got caught up in a whirlwind of conventions and, and all kind Sad. of other stuff going on. Uh, but 
we we got through it as as well. PD got through it as best he can. This is a, this is one of the shows I had originally watched getting into Korean entertainment, and I thought it'd be fun to get PD to watch it and get his thoughts on it. So that's what we're gonna do. So as we always do in the Hollywood talks that I lead, I'm gonna tell you what the show is, as if I haven't already done that. But I'm gonna keep it short and simple. The show is Air City. Uh, debuted in the year of 2007. Uh, runs about 16 episodes, which is relatively short. Um. Some good theme, some good music throughout this, this series, which, uh, was something I, I forgot to ever talk about the first time, but there's some good music in this series. Uh, and some of the themes are done by, uh, TVXQ, which is a group we've talked about before. Uh, it's kind of one of the things that actually put TVXQ on the map, uh, initially. Mm-hmm. Um, but the show follows some security officials. That work in the one of the biggest airports in Korea, uh, and kind of follow some of the drama in this. And and it's one of those shows that is filled with faces that you know from other things, yeah. Um, or or that you see then later in other things. This is like kind of a a, a point where a lot of these people got to be in other things because of how good Air City was. Um, so. Uh, I think we had initially done the first five episodes, and you kind of gave your like, like lead in. Episodes, yeah, I think I did like a first yeah. couple episodes and like my first impressions on it. Uh, yeah, which I, I, I like doing, and I, I think I think we should do when we do series. I think we should do it that way from now on. Kind of break it up into two parts. But uh, uh, you watched more of it. Uh, yeah, so. I watched a good, nice chunk of it. I haven't finished it, but I've, I've watched kind of. I, I think I know roughly what i think of the show just because of, of the nature of the show uh and i have to say overall i like it i like the mm-hmm. kind of the 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 idea of the show the concept of the show of the show and the pace of the show i have to say yeah. i don't know if i necessarily love it but yeah. i like it no like uh there's a lot of it that does that it does really well uh it does uh kind of the uh, balancing of kind of the high paced action with kind of the, the lower key, uh, you know, office romance, uh, uh, comedy aspects, kind of the interesting fun characters that, pe- you know, that pepper around the, the, uh, the airport, you know, Incheon International Airport. Uh, there are obviously some like to like tropey characters that you're going to find, you know, uh, there's the actor from Iris that I didn't like <laughs> the, the guy that was the coroner on Iris, you know, Iris. Uh, and he was a little bit more toned down in this show, but he was still kind of, uh, you know, silly and, and whatnot, but he, he did his, his thing. Um, I like the leads. Uh, I don't know if I, I'm necessarily falling in love with the leads, but I like them. They work well. Um, the romance, it's tough with the romance. Uh, it's tough because it, 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 this is 2007, so it, they haven't, I can't fault them for not having matured yet past the, this kind of style of office romance mixed with, uh, uh, other tropes, like how much of it's centered on having to have that, like, quadrilateral, you know, qu- the love quadra, a decadohedron, you know, <laughs> like, 
two ma- two leads and their secondary love interests, each of them, and then it's like this other drama. And of course, the the secondary female, the, the ex girlfriend who dumped the male lead because for but for noble reasons because she had a terminal illness, but she couldn't tell him about it because she didn't want to burden him. And then she's coming back and she wants to be friends, uh, and she doesn't want to you know, start up, and she doesn't know how to quite explain. And, it's like, uh, you, this was done way better on Coffee Prince, and I, I, I why aren't you Coffee <laughs> Prince? I can't help but, like, think, why aren't you Coffee Prince, you know, in, in that situation? Uh, even though that, that came later. Uh, but it, it, it was a thing. And I, I, it was of its time. It's just, it, it, in that respect. I think overall, this is the kind of show, um, that could, that was begging to be, uh, and I know it's just, it isn't the way that they do it, uh, do, do television over there, but it's begging to be a multi-season ongoing procedural show. This, if it was just, okay, this was season one. They had some things that built with the interpersonal relationships, but they had the different arcs. And then, it, you know, with a kind of one big overarching thing that they kind of tie into everything. But with kind mm-hmm. of, the, you know, the problem of the problem of the week in the airport kind of follow along with, you know, these issues as, as a procedural. Basically, if it was a standard kind of what we know as a procedural here with multiple seasons, if it didn't have to only be one season, I, I, I think it would have been better suited for this concept and for these characters. Because if it's going to only be one season, I, I almost think that it, it's, it, it limits a lot of shows because there are a lot of shows that lend well to that. And usually those are the shows where it is a, it is a thought out idea from episode one to episode 16 or episode 20. Uh, it is a thought out idea. There are some, Aside things and B stories throughout, but it is centered around one big thing that is well planned throughout this one story. It has to be a very long miniseries. Yep. But not every story is that. Uh, no. Not every story lends itself to that format, which is kind of a shame uh, that they feel that they have to do this format. Uh, I know it, once you kind of decide what, and I know this doesn't sound like I'm trying to dictate to another country how to do their own thing, do their thing. Like, uh, we do it better than you, but, uh, we don't necessarily do it. I'm not, and I wouldn't say that it's a better, I would just say that it, a diversity can be very helpful with the people that they have coming up with really good ideas over there. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you think, Kaz? It, I don't know. Am I crazy? <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, I know I'm no, crazy, no, no, no. but is this evidence I of that? I think it's something. I, I think I think it's one of those things that, like you said, it, it is a weird show concept. But these are the things that were popular at the time. Well, not even at the time, because the, then somebody can point out 
to me things like uh freaking um one of my favorite shows uh my lovely samsung which <laughs> came out you know around that time and, and did a lot of those things that you're talking about better so i think it's just one of those things that were leftover trope styles oh, of storytelling in, in Korean. I was thinking the wrong like, thing. My little Samsung. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you were saying. I, I, like you said, I, I, I like, I, like you, like you, I like the show overall, but it's not the most powerful one ever, you know? Like yeah. it does, it's not going to stand up to my lovely Samsung. It's not going to stand up to, to, coffee prints, you know, and those kind of things and, and ratings and, and the way people view those shows show that, you know, because goddamn, if, if, you know, you don't mention coffee prints at a, at, in near a table of people who love, you know, Korean entertainment and everybody starts going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas I think my thing is like, it doesn't stand up to those as far as how, uh, perfect it is for the format. I, I think it's unfair to the show for it to have to be in that same, uh, sphere. Like, I think it's unfair for it to, it doesn't have to be My Lovely Samson. It doesn't have to be, uh, Coffee Prince. It doesn't have to be My Love from Another Stars. It doesn't have to be these other shows. It can be, uh, NCIS, you know, it can be, uh, you know, Law and Order SVU, you know, it can be, uh, N- you know, NCIS Incheon International Airport, you know, it-, it can be that. Like, it can just be a very fun, a procedural, uh, and, you know, kind of formulaic or whatever, but that has fun characters that you get to just, like, be, you know, go through these, like, adventures with these fun characters. Doesn't have to be, a, a you know, a phenomenal show that, really, you know, really connects with you emotionally and uh puts you in another place and no, it can just be a fun procedural that you watch and that uh-huh. is on every week, you know, uh, uh, during the summer or that has built up a hundred something episodes and is always syndicated everywhere, you know, so you can always watch an old episode and really enjoy it and not remember what episode it was, but not caring because it's just on and you're watching it and it's, you have Cheetos on your shirt and you don't care. And it's, <laughs> Uh, and you're just kind of sitting around in your apartment because it's your day off and, and, you know, uh, and you don't care, but it's, it can be that. But I think the limitation of the, the expected format, I think, uh, put it in a place where it, it, it was competing against things it didn't have to compete against. I don't know, in, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, I think, but yeah, I don't know. It, at the end of the day, it was a very good show. Uh, it wasn't a great show. I think, uh, I'd have to finish up, uh, seeing the last few episodes. They did recycle the, they did do two instances of the old friend is actually working for the bad guys thing in the same show, which is for a show that only has last 16 episodes to recycle an idea two episodes apart from each other. It was a little eyebrow raising, but. I think, uh, overall, it was a fun ride, and I wish this was just a procedural show. I wish we could just see, uh, you know, airport cops. And it was a show that you watched <laughs> on TBS, and, you know, her, whoever the equivalent of TBS was, uh, is in Korea. 
you know, at three o'clock in the afternoon somewhere, you know, it's like, uh, it doesn't have to be those other shows. So if you, if you go in with that mindset, you, you might, in, you're going to enjoy the show. Also, it's not on Hulu Plus, which annoyed me because I had to, and, and because Drama Fever doesn't want to work in, on Chromecast right now, at least not for this show. Uh, <laughs> and my Sony TV doesn't have Drama Fever. It, only Samsung does. Cause Sony, <laughs> also so, the, my Sony TV doesn't recognize Korean characters, Korean letters. <laughs> Japanese racism. The, uh, the trials the, the, and error of, of being a Korean fan, a Korean entertainment fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Dr. how do I get the content I want without stealing it? Uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, it, it, it was, it was a fun ride. I think, uh, it didn't need to be more. I think I, I found myself wanting to, wanting it to be more, but then in, in retrospect, I think, well, why do I want it to be more? It's not its fault. It, it doesn't need to be more. Uh, uh, but the fact that that thought can hinder your experience if you, if you let it, uh, if you let it, that thought that it needs to be more. When really it doesn't need to be more. I don't know. <laughs> None of that made sense. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Air City. This is a pretty good show overall. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's it for my thoughts. Uh, so the next show, and I kind of, I may have marathoned this show today just to kind of get it out of the way because I'm, the show I'm really hyped about is the next one we're going to discuss that I'm going to tell you to watch. Uh, and I think I'm, I'm actually, I mentioned before, it was one of my favorite things. I said, uh, one of PD's new favorite things, uh, just wrapped up. Uh, it's okay. That's love. Uh, and it just had its finale and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I talk about a show that kind of puts you in a place emotionally and kind of, uh, really blows your mind. It kind of, uh, really tugs at the heartstring and, uh, it, it is more than just a, a, this quirky romantic, you know, dramedy. It is, it is a lot more. And, uh, for it to do what it did storyline wise, for it to humanize mental illness as much as it does, like its biggest strength is how much it humanizes mental illness. Uh, uh we'll get into it once we, once Kaz actually <laughs> gets a chance to watch it, but, it is a phenomenal show and it ended phenomenally, uh, aside from the kind of the, the go to let's fast forward through several years, uh, wrap up, uh, that you would expect from a show a lot of the times. But, uh, I think overall how they resolved things kind of assuaged any kind of fears of how they would resolve things as they were leading into the finale. Uh, but I'll leave it at that. Really good show. We're going to talk about that as soon as, uh, uh, as, uh, when we can. Uh, probably in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, uh, you know, uh, if things go well. <laughs> uh, but we'll talk about that. Uh, and in between, we'll talk about uh, some other things on Holly Juku Talks. But that's, that's it for another episode of Holly Juku. Another fun episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, back to the fun. Uh, after kind of a, a not so fun couple of weeks. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll just say it at the end now. Uh, the reason we didn't have a lot, a week, uh, an episode last week, uh, 
This guy should kind of get hard. Uh, is because, uh, unfortunately, on the third, uh, a group that I've talked about on the show, uh, plenty of times, uh, unfortunately, had a ladies' code had an unfortunate accident, uh, that ultimately saw the end of the lives of a couple of beautiful young ladies, uh, by the name of Umbi and Rise. Um, it, it was, a very heart-wrenching week last week. Uh, it was tough. Uh, there's a reason that we didn't do an episode. It's still tough. Um, there was, there's been a lot of, you know, great support out there. Uh, and as we discussed, there's a lot of discussion to be had going forward, but I want to wish, uh, their friends and families well, and I want to wish the girls of ladies code really well. Um, uh, I'm really hoping that, uh, you long li- young ladies, Ashley, uh, uh, Suzuni, uh, Sojung can find some peace. Uh, and I'm really hoping for the best for you guys. I'm not much, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not much of a guy to pray. So all I can think are good thoughts. Uh, and hopefully yeah. some good messages and some good vibes out there. Uh, I don't know if you had anything yeah. to say. Uh, uh, it's, I mean, you covered it and there's really nothing more to say. And it wasn't really something I wanted to talk about because everybody's already talking about it. And I just don't want to make it a, a fever pitch of, of this thing that is talked about over and over. It just is one of those things that is sad. And, and I'm glad people aren't using it too much. And especially, you know, because we've also had more recent accidents and all these kind of things. And, and like you said, hopefully this will get people more talking about the safety of driving rather than the tragedy of it. And just moving on. Um, Idle, idle culture and the way the industry works. There's a discussion we had, but most importantly of all, I wish the girls well. Uh, so that's it until next time. So long. And yeah. Still. Nope.